Another blessed day to you. I will welcome once again to the Potter's Gate online broadcast. My name is Isaiah Phillips Akintola. Wherever you are this morning, I want to welcome you to our live broadcast. This day, I believe God once again will take us further into his prophetic counsel for this glorious season. We have been tracking the mind of the Lord for a while now. We've been looking at some of the things the Spirit of God will have us know as we transit to us the next confluence of divine intention. And in the light of that truth, there are things this morning that I thought I should bring and I should highlight that will help us to have a better and a clearer insight in regards to God's uh, 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 intentions for our life. As you know, we are on a journey. We are moving to us a place of God's divine amen, program for our life. So if you're joining me this morning, it's once again a great honor to share this uh, platform with you, to celebrate this day with you, and of course, to help you further in God's divine program for your life. All right. We are going to be, excuse me. We are going to be dealing with something this morning that I believe will give us a, a clearer and a better perspective. Thank you, my dear sister, for joining this morning. Sister Priscilla, I hope you had a beautiful, wonderful night. God bless you. Thank you for joining. We're going to be dealing, I'm sure you must have seen all right, uh, uh, the, the banner, the caption. We're going to be dealing with issues of spiritual investment because I felt uh, that is an area we need to have a better and a clearer you know, insight so that our input amen, in the things of God amen, can be greatly enhanced. But before we go into that, let us pray this morning. Father, we want to thank you for another beautiful, wonderful, glorious day. Thank you for this day. Thank you for your mind, your counsel, your will, your intention. Once again, I pray this morning that we will become even more cognizant with the things of your spirit. Yes, we will become more aware, more alert, oh God, more alive in the ways of your spirit, oh God, that we will journey into, yes, that place that you have ordained for us so that our our life indeed can bring glory and ple pleasure unto your name. I thank you for those that will be connecting with us this morning, wherever they will be connecting from, and those that will be listening to this broadcast later or podcast. I pray, Spirit of God, that the word, the seed of this word will indeed infuse life into them. This word will bring them to a new position of adjustment, a, a point and a place where their life, oh God, will become even more effective, more effectual in the fulfillment, oh God, of their prophetic counsel. I thank Thank you father i bless your name lord as we declare this word may this word change oh god the atmosphere of our of our life may this word oh god bring a new sense of awareness to our spiritual environment may this word become that which will build us up and give us oh god an inheritance among them that are perfect we bless your name this morning may your kingdom continue to come may your will be done in our life as it is done in heaven we pray this morning let it be done in our space wherever we are Touch every heart, every mind, every soul that will be joining us, particularly those that will not be attending our fellowship this morning for whatever reason. I pray, Father, that you would draw them, Lord, to connect, oh God, to this frequency in the name of Jesus, because indeed your word, yes, is, is present in this place. We live in a day where the word is cast, but there are places that you have called, yes, the house of bread, where we can find truth, where we can find life where we can find direction and there indeed there are many out there who are confused who are who are 
disheartened and, and, and disconnected who need direction, who need your voice, who need your word in times like this. I pray that your spirit will draw them, that they will have, oh God, a word in due season, a word that will build them up, a word that will change them and, and, and enhance their ability and their capacity, particularly in the things of the spirit. We thank you this morning for that which your spirit is doing in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Welcome if you're joining me this morning once again. This is the Potter's Gate online broadcast, a platform that heaven has ordained for the advancement of his counsel, of his will, of his purposes, and of his desire. Wherever you are joining from this morning, well, this is not uh, uh, one of those uh, um, online broadcasts where or I would just say things. No, we follow the direction, the instructions of the spirit. We follow the guidance of the spirit. We are tracking in a concept of rebuilding the house of God in this end of days. And we are helping the church to understand how to connect, amen, with the new concept of the temple that God is building. Indeed, the way God built the first temple is totally different from the way he built the second temple. And of course, it's different from the way he's building this temple, but he's the Lord that is building his church. Jesus said, I will build my church and the gates of hell will not prevail. So the concept of building in this season, such that the gates of hell will not be able, amen, to interact with what we're doing and to interfere with what we're doing is what the spirit of God is emphasizing. And we need to continually look into the word of God and find principles and values, amen. Apostolic concept of building, amen, in the in the in the in the sense of relevance concerning amen, the nature of God's prophetic counsel for our day. And therefore, I believe this morning once again that we will push for that, we will move for that, amen. And the spirit of the Lord will impute and infuse certain truth into our space that will build us up and give us amen the ability to stand, hallelujah. Because indeed the enemy amen is doing everything to stop to hinder to frustrate us but we will rise up and we will continue to advance we will fulfill God's prophetic counsel for our life now as you know and I'm sure you do know that life is designed, amen, in two basic seasons, amen. Life is designed in two big basic seasons, amen. Yes, the the, 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 the the season of sowing and of course the season, amen, of harvest or reaping. So I have I have tagged this uh, a message this morning, amen. The concept of what? Of, of investing, appreciating the place of spiritual investment. Yes, there is something, amen, that is defined, that is known as, amen, investment. And I'm going to be defining the word investment. Now, I'm going to show you very soon, amen, the, the context of this message that I'm bringing across, because you know, like I know, amen, that life is designed, amen, in investing, Hallelujah. I'm going to quickly show you a one or two scriptures this morning. You will notice that in Genesis, when there was chaos on, on the face of the deep, Genesis chapter one, all right, the Bible says, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Amen. Verse two says, Amen. Now the earth was formless and empty. So that's a problem. The, the earth that God created, amen, found itself, amen, in a state of formlessness and emptiness. Of course, that's not the nature of God. God always gives a form, amen. He gives a structure, hallelujah. And he feels that which he creates. That's very powerful, hallelujah. God always gives a form, amen, and he gives, amen, a shape. He feels that which he creates. But something happened, the Bible says, and the earth, amen, became formless in fact that should be the translation the earth became formless amen and empty because the bible already told us that in the beginning god created the heavens and the earth 
So something must have happened between verse 1 and verse 2. All right, we're not going to be dealing with that theology this morning. But it suffice to say, amen, that in the creation of God, something went wrong. Something went wrong, amen. The Bible says it was formless and empty. Darkness was over the face of the deep. And the spirit of God, of course, will never depart. Because God never depart from that which he creates. Even if there is a chaos. Even if there are challenges. The Bible says, and the spirit of God was over and over the, over the, 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 uh, over, over the waters. Of course, the water is the instrument of God's creation. You know that, amen. Science has proven that to us. And we also know that if the, the human life, the human body, this system amen is made up of 70 percent of water amen the earth hallelujah is covered amen with 70 percent of water the entire earth is covered with 70 so you can imagine amen the vastness hallelujah of this resource called water the Bible says, Amen. Yes. And the Spirit of God was over and upon the face of the waters or of the deep. And then, I like this, because this is what I want us to look at. The Bible says in verse 3, And God said, And God said, Let there be light. And there was light. Okay? So, we, we're dealing with something very important that I thought, Amen, will highlight the point that the Spirit of God, Amen, is, is doing in this season. Thank you, my dear sister, uh, Joyce, for joining this morning. God bless you. Alright, uh, let me let me just quickly look at your, your comment, alright? Okay, your comment says, wow, God never departs from that to which he has created. Hallelujah. Yes, he never departs. All right, thank you for joining this morning, Sister Joe. So the Bible says, and God said, amen, let there be light. Because the Spirit of God, like, like we said, never departs. No matter how cha chaotic the situation is, God never departs. Within, amen, the state of our chaos, within the state of our life, amen, wherever we are right now, no matter the condition, God is there is there we just need to find amen how he wants to amen yes express himself within that situation and in fact he has revealed to us amen how he wants to express himself amen within our chaos and that's why he said i will build my church so the church is the agent of amen divine transformation within amen the chaos that we find in our environment so no matter how situation looks no matter how bleak no matter how difficult no matter how you know dark the situation is god has created an agent just like the water was amen upon the face of the deep amen god has created and he has provided for us a means amen of 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 interacting amen of dealing with the situation and of course you know like i know that the that the that the water god has provided for the church amen is the word is christ himself the word hallelujah so if we begin to have this understanding amen it changes the way we look at life and the way of course we engage amen with our situation situation but here is the context the context because i don't want you to miss this context amen it's important that we preach the word of god amen within context amen it's important that we look at god's heart amen within context okay we are in a day where if you will there is a reset excuse me, we're in a day where things have changed. I mean, it's a boss word. We all know, amen, that the world has changed. We all know that we live, amen, in, in a day where the way we used to look at life, the way we used to engage life, the way we used to deal with life, amen, has changed. And this change, amen, can either be positive or negative. Let's, let's assume that this change, amen, puts us in a situation where we just read in Genesis 1 where the Bible says, amen, in the beginning God created heavens and the earth. Everything was perfect. Suddenly, there was emptiness there was chaos there was darkness all right yes a change came that change of course we know that it's not good but god did something the bible says he spoke 
and God said. So we know that, amen, words or the spoken words of God, amen, are the agent of transformation. Hallelujah. Words are the agent of transformation. Words are the agent of transformation. And God said, let there be light. Now, the context that I'm bringing out is we are in a season, we're in a time where the Lord is calling for a new caliber of men and women who will rise up, amen, to the occasion of the day. Alright, who will look at the situation and not fret and not run and not go into hiding, but who will begin to understand the principle of spiritual investment. And that's why we tag this teaching, amen, appreciating the place of spiritual investment. I'm going to be looking at some words. We're going to be doing some definition, at least to give us context, because the word investment is a powerful word. Alright, is a powerful word. You cannot invest in what you don't have. Amen. And you cannot invest when you lack an understanding of the outcome of the results that you're expecting. Amen. Nobody goes into an investment if you are not if you have not done your homework. You don't know what you're investing into. You invest because you want to see certain amen end results. You you invest because you want to see certain outcome. Hallelujah. So if if the outcome of what you are expecting, amen, supersedes amen or overshadow your present need then you are able to invest if i can persuade you enough that all right if you invest in this company all right yeah let's, let's assume i'm running a company called the potter's gate all right and i know amen that i've got prospect there are things that i need to do all right that can that can change in our life that can transform life but i don't have the means i don't have the the kind of the, the resource the capital all right to to make this you know a, a dream a reality the dream is there the vision is there but i don't have the resource all right to make it so i need investment investor so if i can convince you amen enough to say hey this is what this thing is gonna do this message that i've been preaching this this broadcast i've been doing for the past you know couple of years if, if you invest into this thing do you know all right that in the next 10 years in the next 15 years this and this and this and these are the things that will happen to you in fact your future will be secure the future of your children will be secure because you have invested in a company i could remember reading about you know uh, uh, um the early people in who invest invested in a you know a apple you know apple apple product you know back then when steve job was beginning the, this work you understand they, they said the very first people that invested in apple in, in in apple as a company today are multi-millionaires but guess what you don't invest if you don't have a sense of vision if you don't know if you don't if you're not sure all right that this thing can actually yield dividends can bring amen yes uh, 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 not just an income but can actually give you a security can take you from where you are because you have to take something from where you are right now amen yes to sow into a future amen you want to see in operation and the reason what I'm saying, and the reason why I'm saying this is because I need us to understand, amen, yes, not just what is going on right now, but what can we bring to the table? What can we do in terms of partnering with God, investing with God, such that we're able, hallelujah, to, you know, sow, your, sow the seed, cast our, our bread upon the waters. It's going to take a sacrifice to move from point A, hallelujah, to the point B that we hope to, that we want to see, amen, that we want to, you know, come into. And of course, we know, amen, that investment is not just about, you know, uh, 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 
you know, a, a short period of time so that we can come into some abundance in the next short period. No, no. Investment in its true nature earlier. It has to do with, amen, a longevity of time. It, there has to be a time span, amen. You have to learn to wait. You have to learn, amen, the power of, 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 of restraint and constraint, amen. You have to have this sense of a joy that is set before you. Hallelujah. If that is not there, then you are going to goof. You're not going to invest. So the point is, it's not enough just to look at the present condition, what is going on. You have to be able to see into tomorrow. And I'm relating this, amen, to what the Spirit of God, amen, is doing in our time. Like I said, the context of, of this message, amen, it's not just about investing. It's about, amen, what kind of a future are we seeing what kind of a future amen do we want to see manifest the bible says darkness was upon the face of the deep and god said god spoke what amen he envisioned god spoke what amen he wants to see in operation he didn't speak the problem he didn't go back hallelujah and start romancing the situation no he spoke the future he spoke what amen he 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 he, he desired to see in manifestation and this will lead us, amen, to the point that I'm making. You will see that uh, yesterday, amen, I did a prayer session, amen. We'll call it a, 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 a watch night prayer. I prayed for three hours. Now, somebody may say, wow, maybe this guy is just trying to brag. He's trying to boast uh, or he's trying to prove a point. No, no, no. I understand the nature of the day that we are in. Just like I understood, amen. Yes, in the 90s. That if, if I'm going to step into what God is doing in the 90s, I need to invest my time, amen, into prayer. I need to learn. I need to read. I told, I, I, I mean, this is back, back then in the 1990, 1991, when I came, I came out of Bible school. I told you how, you know, I've explained this, how somebody wanted to invest in me to go learn computer. And I refused. Why? Because I didn't have an understanding, amen, that learning computer at that time would greatly enhance, amen, my, my spiritual work. So I refused. I said, no. In fact, what I said back then, and I, I'm, a lot of people have laughed over this. I said, no, I'm not going to learn this thing that, you know, the devil is going to use, you know, to create 666, to, you know, to destroy the world, you know, because that was the, that was a, that was my mindset can you imagine that was my mindset all right we all have a mindset and you like it or not your mindset hallelujah affects your investment now if i had the right mindset 1991 all right that learning computer amen can actually enhance the work of the kingdom imagine where i would be today imagine where i would have been today Maybe, maybe I'll be running one of the best, you know, uh, 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 IT, you know, companies and I'll still be doing the kingdom of God. I'll still be doing the work of God. But, but the mindset that I had back then, all right, what I've been told, and of course this mindset was shaped, amen, by the theology, amen, that, you know, that, that was ruling the day, the theology of, you know, 666, mark of the beast, you know, Jesus is coming, escape, all right, you know, don't, don't, don't take the number. I thought, amen, learning those things, amen, is me, Particularly, you know, it's me engaging or participating, amen, in, in a in a in, in a in a in a in a society, in a community, alright, that you know will challenge the things of God. That was my mindset. I was naive, 
but I was open, but I was very naive. You can be, you can be sincerely wrong. I was sincere. I was a sincere person. Not, not, not that I really don't want to learn the thing. If I knew, if somebody had convinced me that, hey, you know, if you invest in this thing, this, this thing will actually help you to write more books. All right. And back then, I was actually being challenged with dyslexia. So I think that also, you know, contributed to it. But if I knew that even learning, you know, computer will in fact enhance my ability to do more amen as one suffering from dyslexia can you imagine because of course what i've done today computer amen computer knowledge as 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 so enhanced my activity my work to the point that if if i was not introduced amen to to computer guess what i don't think i would have been able to do the kind of things because i'll be limited in many ways if you know amen the challenge with dyslexia i'll be limited i mean i can communicate today because i have amen materials i have ipad i have all kinds of things that can assist me amen to communicate the mind of god and god have surround us amen with resources and material that can greatly enhance our work amen god has invested people amen material in all kinds of resources around us but we need amen first of all to be able to see somebody needs to teach us somebody needs to bring us to an awareness that wait a minute if you can invest in the life of this person in this relationship come on in this book hallelujah you know every time I, we go out i just buy books yesterday we went out i buy books i just keep buying books i just keep buying books because i understand that amen i don't have to go through the struggle that the people who wrote this material have gone through all i need to do is to read them amen and add their knowledge to mine amen yes that is an investment life is designed amen to progress in the spirit of investment if you are not hallelujah if you are not if you are not aligned if you are not aware of the power of investment you will remain where you are you will remain where you are. And I quickly want to quickly, maybe I let, let's quickly do this. There's so many things that I need to say. And I don't want to, you know, uh, 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 speak beyond certain words that I really want to introduce. Now, look at this. Look at this. I, I, checked, I checked Google definition this morning. Google, you know, when you go online, you, you, you know, I was telling my son, not everything you read online and not every definition of Google, amen, is correct. Alright, they may be close to correct, but not everything is correct. Because when you read, I mean, I went online to search for uh, the definition of investment, but this is what Google, you know, uh, gave to me. Investment is defined as the act or process of investing money and profit. Wow, that is nice, but that is so limited. You see, because definition shapes amen, how we think and how we reason. If somebody gives you the wrong definition, amen, it limits the way you look at life and it limits your ability, amen, to think outside that definition. I mean, this is Google definition. Investment, amen, is defined as the act or process of investing. So the moment you think of investment, what comes to mind? Money. <laughs> we make money. We make money. But you see, that is an archaic definition. As much as they, you know, gave a, you gave a definition of an archaic definition. But that's an archaic definition. Because life is not defined by money. Money plays a major role. Yes, money plays a major role in life. But money is secondary, hallelujah, to success and even to prosperity. Because true prosperity is not money. Money is as a result of what you have done. Money, hallelujah, is a, is a feedback, is a give back, amen, to something that you have invested that is bigger than money. 
We cannot raise children, amen, who, who are told that investment, amen, is about the process of, you know, making money. No, investment is about understanding, amen, the moment is about understanding your purpose is about understanding your calling is about understanding amen the now is about understanding the now in comparison to the future amen that you desire may we yes be guided thank you sir john may we be guided to invest in accordance to the time and the season there are investments we have made in the past that were good there were certain investments that our parents made in the past that were good for them hallelujah if you go and invest in that same thing they invested amen you know 50 years ago 30 years ago 20 years ago guess what amen you will live in the land you'll be living in the land of alice alice in the wonderland amen nothing it's, it's gonna be a land of dreams nothing is going to come to pass because those investments, amen, have become a cake. They have become per se. Hallelujah. There are things right now that the Lord is calling us into to invest in for the future that we want to see manifest. You see, investment is about you studying the now, amen, and projecting into the future. You see, that is why this has to do with having, amen, a well robust, a well, you know, on, you know, shaped, a well defined prophetic vision. You, you don't invest if you don't have vision. And that's why even people in the world system, they don't have an understanding of the prophetic. So they go to all kinds of places. Amen. Yes. They go to all kinds of places. They do all kinds of things. They go into all kinds of Eastern religion. Amen. To give them a sense of the future. You know this, that even Amen Steve Job had to go to India. He had to go to India. He, I mean, he wanted to take his company to the next level, to, to, uh, to a point, amen, where he becomes one of the leading edge when it comes to technology, when it comes to IT, when it comes to, you know, uh, uh, you know, uh, devices. He, he had to go to India. They had to show him certain things. Yes. But for us, amen, that are not permitted to go into India, to go into all kinds of places, we need to go back to God, amen, and ask God, amen, what is the nature of this thing that you are giving to me? This boy that you have given to me called Samson, what is going to be, hallelujah, his, his outcome? What kind of a life, amen? How do, how do we treat this thing? What are you saying so that we can do the right thing, so that we can align ourselves, amen? What are you calling for in the now? This this prompting to pray, this prompting, amen, to study, this this new day you have brought us into. What is the nature of this day? So we don't, so we don't, you know, trivialize the day. We don't, we don't, we don't mess up, amen, the day. We want to know what your spirit is saying, so we can develop the right attitude. You see, prayer is an attitude. If you don't have, amen, a, 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 a movement of the spirit, you don't know what the Lord, amen, is calling for. You don't know, amen, the urgency of the spirit. You don't know the promptings of the spirit. You don't don't know amen the 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 the, the what's the word that i'm looking for you see we, we we have to have a clear understanding of the nature of the day and and two things can happen you can look at the nature of the day and give up and say my word no jesus must just come i'm tired <laughs> rapture must just take place you can look at that and conclude and you can look at what is going on and say, ah, ah, okay, now, what we have has become obsolete. The material, the knowledge we have, amen, the theology we have has become obsolete. Let's go back to God, amen. 
Let's receive new sense of clarity and understanding. Amen. Let's receive a new sense of capacity. Amen. To develop ourselves so that we are able, amen, to deal with the challenges, the complex realities and challenges of our day. Because listen to this. In every season, two kinds of people must emerge. Leaders must emerge and followers must emerge. Yes. Paths of darkness must emerge. Hallelujah. And sons of righteousness must emerge. It's a given. All right. So you have to you have to ask yourself, where am I? Am I still living in the old mindset of you know yesterday? You know, you know, the things that I was taught. I've been saying it for a while. The things we learn, amen, regarding Christianity 10, 20 years ago, today cannot take us, amen, to the future, hallelujah, that we all desire. We have to go back to God. There has to be an increase, amen, in our sense of revelation. We have to come up higher and see Christ from a new pedestal. We have to hear the voice of the Father, hallelujah, from a new light, amen. The ways of the Spirit has to be enhanced in our life. We have to go back. They have to rebuild us and rebrand us, amen. We have to become the architecture of the future. We have to become the pattern, amen, that will express the, 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 the prophetic, amen, desires and the designs of God for the future or else friends we are going to be locked in the past and we will remain irrelevant and that's why I'm saying that the context of this message is not just about investing uh, and getting money we need money alright that's secondary but what I'm saying is what are we investing you, you know that your entire spiritual life is an investment you know that well if you don't know it is where you are right now spiritually is as, is, as a, is as a result of what you have been investing in your life, amen, in the past, you know, couple of years. Your, your present state of spiritual life, your present state of spiritual knowledge, your present state of spiritual wisdom, amen, is the manifestation, amen, of your past investments. Yes, today is a manifestation, amen, of three years ago, of four years ago, of six years ago investment. Come on, you know that. Now, if you look at where you are right now and you're satisfied with where you are, it means that you're comparing where you are today with 20 years ago, 10 years ago, and that's good. But it's not good enough if you're still breathing because if you're still breathing, amen, you should be comparing where you are right now, hallelujah, to where you should be, amen, to where you're projecting in the next 20 years, in the next 30 years, amen. So if you want to advance in your spiritual work, you shouldn't be comparing where you are right now, amen, with where you are three, four years ago. That's good. We celebrate that. But that is not the way to measure, hallelujah, amen, spiritual investment and spiritual advancement. Spiritual advancement means you compare where you are right now, amen, to where you are going. The sons of the prophets, they came to the, the prophets, they came to Elisha, they said, where we, where we are, all right, it's not, it's not, uh, uh, it's, it's not good, it's not, it's, it's not big enough, we need to, we need, we need to build a bigger place. <laughs> they want expansion, all right, they want expansion. But their capacity for expansion earlier has not really been calculated. They said, who want to build a house that will not first sit down to count the cost? Sit down to count the cost. But, but they want a glorious future, all right? 
but they are not ready to 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 be to be trained to be to be built up to be empowered to be endowed hallelujah yes for what amen is coming so they, they, they went to the prophet they said no 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 we want a bigger place where we are right now is too small can we make a bigger place the prophet said okay that's good but can you help us to come and do it the prophet said i'm not ready nobody put a pressure on him he says okay okay you go ahead and guess what rather than them going to invest in material amen that will help them to build amen the kind of house that will contain the capacity and the grace that god wants to point to their life they went borrowing things you see investment is not just about borrowing investment is about you sowing sowing a seed it's about you giving into. It's about you taking from what you have. Listen, you, you, you. Yes, I know. In the world, they, they say you can borrow money to invest, but that's not. That's not. It doesn't make sense. You want to take off from your, from where you are, from your pain. You want to take from the little you have. True investment, amen, is taking no matter how small, amen, you have. Take one out of that five and put it aside, amen. Yes, FMB has got something like that in my account, amen. I've got what is called, I've got a current account and I've got a saving. The saving account, in fact, is open automatically for you in FMB. Uh, I mean, and that's a good thing. And guess what? I noticed also the FMB, all right, if they see that, uh, you know, some large amount of money is coming to, you know, your account, they take some of that money, all right, it, with, of course, with their discretion and understanding what you have, they take some of that money and put it in your savings account. And I thought, ah, this is, this is good. This is good. Because sometimes I am, I mean, I'm zero, but then I go to my savings account and I see that, wait a minute, I've got 500 there. You know, and I noticed this thing, you know, for the first time when I was in Johannesburg, and I, I, I didn't know that that was how FMB operated. And I could remember there was a period that I didn't have money, and I was all cracking my head and all of that. So I, I you know, I, 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 I think I'm not sure, but somehow I discovered that in my savings account I've got a thousand five hundred. Oh my God! You needed to have seen me. I was jumping up because I didn't know that that money was there. So the savings account basically kind of saved me when I was really, 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 you know, in a in a mess when I needed something. My point is, all right, when you want to invest, you have to take from, amen. Yes, I don't have time to pray. No, it's from that time I don't have, amen, that you need, amen, to search for time, look for time. Hallelujah. Thank you, Brother Melvin. Amen. Investments must pay dividends. Yes. But dividends, amen, will not occur, amen, if you are not investing into, amen, that thing that you have invested into. Because what you invest will define your quality and your, your amount of dividends. As it is in the natural, so it is in the spirit. I shared this uh, 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 testimony of a man of God I used to know years ago. And he was in a situation. In a, I think he, I'm not sure if it was him or somebody was in a deep situation. And the Lord said, "All right, okay, you know what? I will allow you to withdraw from your account. You know, because he needed. You know, it's like they were praying for. I think that somebody was about to die. I can't remember, but but the, the bottom line is he went to God and he was praying. And God said, "You know what?" This thing is a difficult one. This is a real difficult one. But guess what? You have invested so much in the things of God. You have invested so much in the things of God. In fact, you've got some, you know, dividends. Do you want me to give you out of the grace, amen, that you've been investing in? 
But guess what? When you, when you take a man, it's going to go down. And the man of God say, yes, Lord, please, can I withdraw from that? So he had to withdraw from what he's been investing spiritually. I mean, that was an eye-opener to me. That when you pray, it's an investment. And of course, the Bible speaks about, amen, the bowl of our prayer, amen, filled with the tears of the saints. Come on. Have you read that in the book of Revelation? Yes. That every time you pray, you are investing, hallelujah, regarding your future, regarding the future, amen, of God's purpose for your life, your children, amen, your children, that there is no prayer prayed, amen, in the, in the, in the knowledge of God, in the way of God, amen, in the patterns of the spirit that is wasted, there is a dividend waiting for you. There's a dividend waiting for you. So let's quickly go back to what we're talking about. Oh Jesus, help me Lord. So we cannot reduce investment to just issues of money. Of course, the world system, that's how they think. Investment is defined as the action or process of investing so i'm like you you've not really defined investment for me so i went looking for investing i i, I went to look for the word investing now look at this one now this is very interesting it, it, they say the definition of investing not investment now investment is the act now invest excuse me investing is the act is the process so investing not investment investing says amen in, investing says it is the act of endowing of endowing when you endow you give something of endowing someone or or something you are you're adding to you are giving something to you're pouring into defining investing amen is the act of endowing you know putting in giving in hallelujah sowing in that's a word we like to use in the body of christ i deliberately not use that word you know sowing because we're used to it. The moment we say sowing, our religious mind start going in. You know what I'm talking about? Yes. But it's the same process. It's the same act. It's the principle of sowing. The Bible says, as long as the earth remains, amen, seed time, investing time, amen, and dividend time, harvest time, amen, will not cease. Invest, investing is infusing or imputing hallelujah yes you put in something you put in something and please please i know our former religious charismatic mindset whenever we talk about putting amen we think of money i want you to see beyond money all right yes money is important and it's a major aspect of what we're doing because money is is an expression when you give money amen is an expression amen of your love to god is an expression of your commitment is 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 a way of you saying i believe in what you're doing all right you see you can throw money to something but you can actually give money as a as an expression that's why when people give me money i understand what they're doing all right and i amen in, in my private time take time to pray for them because i know all right that i can give them money back but the bible says amen if those who are doing spiritual things all right can be blessed financially all right they in their position can invest back into the life of those people spiritually and that's my point all right but that's not where we're going but that is important i don't want you to just well say well this guy doesn't no no i do believe in money i do believe in sowing all right what i'm doing today if nobody saw into it all right it, it, it will not be done Right. but the point is th that is an action that's a manifestation of 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 a state that believes of someone who believes in you you don't give into what you don't believe into 
You don't, you don't believe it. If you give into something you don't believe, or something you don't trust, or someone you don't trust, you don't believe, then you basically dash. That's why you call it dash. That's not investing. That's not sowing. Whenever you give to the work of God, you give to the things of the spirit, you are investing. And God, the Bible says, God is not a debtor. He's not a debtor. Whatever a man sows, he will reap. He will reap. So never you think that when you give money to church, all right, you are just giving it to the man of God. No, no. You are giving it to the act that God has committed into his hand. And you will share of the grace. When you give into my life, amen, you share of the grace of God upon my life, amen. That's why it's important that you understand, amen, the grace a man carries, the grace a minister carries. No wonder, amen, many of you have given to me, amen, you begin to see the manifestation of, of my grace in your life, the way you talk, the way you write, the way you interact, the way you you see things yes there's a way that something about me amen begins to flow into you because you gave in honesty and my heart amen yes genuinely blesses you amen is the principle we read in the scripture isaac amen and 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 jacob amen the father of Jacob said to him, go kill me one of those, you know, venison that I love so that when I eat amen my soul can bless you there's something, amen, there's a spiritual communication, there's a spiritual release when you give genuinely, amen, to the things of God. But that is not where I'm going. That's not the point this morning. The point is, God has brought us into a day. And we need to understand the nature of this day such that we know how to sow into the day. That's the very first point we're making here. Alright? You invest. You know, there are companies right now that have liquidated and they're still liquidating. But then there are people, amen, who have the ability, the resources, and the capacity to buy those companies. The same people, amen, face the corona, amen. We, are, we all face the corona. We all face all that is happening, amen. But certain people are so positioned. And don't tell me, well, because they have the resource. They have the resource because, amen, years back, they've been investing. They understood that, amen, a, 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 a time, a, a season is coming where, amen, there's going to be a lack. Somehow, in their Noah, amen, many of them may not even be Christian. But somehow, in their Noah, they just looked at, you know, certain people in, in the, in the, in the, in the, you know, in the markets, you know, place, certain people, they have this ability to read, you know, they, they can read the market. They will tell you, we're able to read the market. They are, the market analysts, they call them, all right? Yeah, they, they act like prophets. <laughs> they, they, they look at things going on. They look at what's going on in Ukraine. They know that, okay, when this happened, this is what is going to happen next. So, Based on, amen, their projection, they're able, hallelujah, to shift their money. They are able to buy stocks. They are able, hallelujah, to invest in certain security. They take their resource, their investment from certain place and put it into certain security so that, amen, when there is a volatility, hallelujah, they are able to stand. Their, their capital is standing, hallelujah. I'm not an economist, but the work of an economist is almost like the work of a prophet. <laughs> you see, but guess what? I also read. I told you. I, 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 I just bought this book yesterday. Principle of marketing. I'm not into market, but my job deals with marketing. I just bought this one yesterday. I'm just showing you things. It's important. Financial freedom. True, true property. Bought yesterday. The disruptors bought yesterday. 
You see, I'm showing you principles that allow us to understand the things of God. You see, the people who wrote this book, they are looking at natural things. I'm looking at spiritual events. I'm looking at how things pan out spiritually because there's nothing that happens in the natural that does not have a spiritual connotation. You understand this, friends? There is nothing that happens to you in the natural that does not have a spiritual impact. In fact, the natural is a manifestation of spiritual impact. So if you can if you can take the realm, amen, if you can take the realm of the spirit, you understand, amen, spiritual seasons, you understand spiritual timing. It allows you to know how to, amen, yes, make investments. It allows you to know how to, you know, take your resource away from certain places and reinvest them, amen. Yes, they will, they will, they will tell you to hold on to this concept of spirituality and now focus on this area because now you need to develop amen a, a, a new sense of spiritual amen a, a, a understanding you need to develop amen yes your, your, your spirit needs to be upgraded so they are calling you to the place of prayer so praying is not just about amen getting something prayer becomes amen a point and a place where you are investing into your spiritual development you are you are building hallelujah a new sense of spiritual capacity but like i said whatever God wants to do he does through your spirit but a weak spirit cannot understand and cannot receive amen certain reality certain deposit of God the nature of the days that we're living requires that we develop a more a well a well mature spiritual you know reality so when they begin to lead us in the place of prayer they're calling us amen to a position where we're able to develop amen a new sense of spiritual competence See, to us, prayer, amen, is developing competence. It's not just about what you pray. It's about what the Spirit is leading you to pray. Because the Holy Spirit will be leading you, amen, to pray on certain direction, in certain way. Hallelujah. All of that speaks into, amen, investing in your spiritual, you know, personality, investing in your spiritual competence, capacity, amen, so that when you engage the future, you are ready, you are prepared. David said, I can't go with this. Excuse me. I'm just looking for my face towel. I don't think I've got it here. Who? this is hot this morning. You see, <clears throat> to, <clears throat> excuse me, to, fight, to fight Goliath, you need, a, you need a different kind of armory. You need a different kind of war gear. You need a different kind of, you know, revelation you need a, you need to be positioned hallelujah in a different pedestrian hallelujah yes you may you know you know Saul and his army might have been able to fight and won certain battles amen but when it came to fighting the Philistine <laughs> you you need it's a different ball game of warfare it's a different direction amen of competence and grace that you need though David was a, a young lad Amen. Yes. He was the smallest of the bunch. Amen. In the midst of combatants, you know, in the midst of marine, in the midst of marine corps, in the midst of, amen, powerful, you know, American, you know, uh, uh, well-trained soldiers. Amen. Amen. Their competence and capacity was made null and void at the presence of the Philistine when they showed Goliath. When Goliath came out, everyone in their so-called ability and competence went into hiding, including the king himself. <laughs> including the king himself are you seeing what i'm saying they were massive 
They had number. Number was on their side. The king was on their side. But they were not able to face, to challenge this beast. It's the same principle of the nature of the days that we live in. Men of God who were able to fight and overcome. Amen. Who broke through. Amen. In the past. Men of God who were, who were the shining light, shining armor of the past. In the nature of this new day. Amen. Their capacity and their competence. Amen. Has been made long avoid. Not because, amen, they don't, they, 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 they are not able, but because they have not been training themselves. They have not been, they've not allowed God to pour them from system to system. They have not developed, amen, the capacity that will allow them to be, to be relevant. Let me take your mind back to something that happened, amen. I mean, I'm sure many of you noticed this four or five years ago when the internet uh, 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 thing came in, well, not internet, issue of preaching online. Do you know the number of many men of God? I'm sure some of you can bear me witness. How many men of God, churches that fought against, amen, preaching online. In fact, those of us that were preaching online were castigated. People call me names. They said all kinds of things. He wants to take our members. People, I mean, why? Because they don't understand that that a new platform, amen, has been introduced. It's not for us to fight each other, but it's for us to have an understanding of how to make use of this new platform rather than them coming to me and say, hey, man of God, how are you doing it? Can you teach us? Can you show us? Can you help us? Amen. No, they were preaching about me in their churches. They were speaking about me. No, you mustn't listen to that man. Everyone that goes online, they were challenging them and they were calling them names. To many of those men of God today all have, amen, yes, cyber, you know, a, a, a presence. Because you can't change it. <laughs> when the season changes and they declare it's a new day, no matter how you fight it, no matter how you challenge no matter how you castigate it, it has come to stay. There are certain things that have come to stay that we cannot pray against, amen, but we can pray for capacity, amen, to know how to live our life and how to engage and how to advance within that new season. The new season has done on us. The point is, are we being changed? Are we investing in things that will allow us to be ready, to be prepared, amen, and to be effective within the platform form of this new day or else amen in the next seven years our so-called ministry our so-called companies our so-called you know a career will become obsolete I'm, I'm sure you understand what i'm talking about that there are certain careers right now certain abilities certain you know knowledge certain grace that men many of us have amen certain things we study in school are becoming obsolete why because amen it does not meet the need of the present day that we live in Amen. Hallelujah. Yes. Thank you, Sister Katie. Prayer is not just about what I want, but what the Lord wants me to do. My spirit must align. Powerful. We don't just pray, God, give me. No, no, no. Prayer is you going to God and say, What's your mind for the season? What is your mind for the season? What are you saying in this season in time? What are the ways? What, what are you showing your church? What are you doing? What is the emphasis? Once you understand the emphasis, then that becomes your prayer point. You can't be praying the way amen. you used to pray five, ten years. Ten, ten, five years is gone. It's a brand new day. In the, in the nature of the new day, you have to go back to God again. That's why they say, give us 
this day, not yesterday. Give us this day our daily bread. Your daily bread is the revelation that will feed you, that will lead you, that will guide you, that will instruct you, amen, that will align you to God's prophetic mandate. That's your daily bread. Give us this day our daily bread. Amen. Prayer is a continual, amen, ascendance in the revelation of Christ. And prayer is just one of it. Prayer is just one aspect that God is emphasizing. But it is the main aspect because once you get it right in the place of prayer, amen, how to walk in the, in the competence of creativity, how to, amen, readjust yourself, amen, then comes to play. How to realign yourself, how to change your jobs, if that is what God, amen, requires. How to, amen, leave your job and invest into certain things, yes. How to go back and study certain things, amen. Now begin to play out because, you know, you have prayed yourself, amen, towards the direction that you now know what God is saying. You're aligned to it. You see, investment must require that you, you take from your position amen, of pain. Nobody invests because they have more than enough. If you're investing because, well, I've got enough so I can invest, it means you don't understand the principle of investment. That's good, but it's not good enough. Investment means that you have sight into what is coming. Amen. Judgment is coming. They invested knowledge, wisdom, and understanding into the man called Amen Noah to build an ark. I told you, God is a God of investment. He said, let there be light. Light was all he needed, amen, to bring forth in order to create a separation between darkness, hallelujah, in order to, to continue to advance his redemptive purpose. Light is what God needed. What do you need? Amen. In this season in time, God did not call for something else. Darkness was upon the, upon the face of the day. So what do we need? We need light. Amen. Yes, with all the chaos that is happening around us, what do we need? We need truth. We need understanding. We need a new, amen, robust, you know, philosophy that will help us to build, amen, a culture that is irresistible. Katalabayanda. We need to build a new dimension of existence, amen, that our children will not buckle into the lies, amen, of Hollywood and the rest of them. We need to build a kind of a spiritual system, if you will, an act, amen, that can continue to advance, amen, in the day where, amen, the tsunami is coming, the flood is coming, and people are drowning, rather than us getting drowned, amen, we, we have invested, amen, in a, in a particular structure, amen, that we now call an act that is able to float, Noah was invested into a future, amen. He was not even aware of in a new judgment is coming. Whatever that future is gonna hold is not my issue, is amen. What the Lord have told me and what the Lord has called me to invest into 120 years, amen. Theology said that Noah was building that ark. And like I said, if you are not ready and prepared, amen, to invest into your future, guess what? You will be satisfied with where you are because where you are most time gives you a false sense of security. Until they tell you that, hey, something is happening over there. There's an earthquake there. Then you know that your house is not safe again. The flood is coming. Suddenly you realize, wait a minute, and I should have built on the higher ground. When you're building, you, you build with, amen, with the purpose of the future. You build, and that's why you cannot build if you don't have, amen, a, a, a powerful spiritual insight and, on, and on understanding. 
We don't build just because, amen, we like, amen, the structure. You have to build, amen, preempting what is coming. You have to build with the knowledge, amen, of, of saying to yourself, amen, in the next 10 years, 20 years, will this house be standing? Will this house still be relevant? Would I still be relevant in the job market? Amen. Would I still be relevant, amen, as a father, as a man? Would I still be relevant? Now, to be able to answer that, you have to be able to project into what is coming in the future. The Bible says, in the last day, men shall be lover them of themselves. Amen. Men shall be lover. So, you're you are saying to yourself, okay, if I'm going to build a kind of capacity that will make me a man in the last day, I need to develop a competence and a grace that will make me more selfless. You're getting the point, friends. You have to know the nature of the attack that is coming to build a resistant wall, amen. Yes, in order to survive. Because, get to us, your enemy also is not sleeping. They are also thinking of new ways of attacking you. They are also thinking of new methods, amen, of striking you. You know, like I know today, that the weapons, amen, that are being created today are becoming more smaller, but they are becoming more deadlier. The more smaller, the more deadlier they become. Back in the day, all right, when you build, you know, weapons, they are large, they are big, they are massive. Your enemy can see it. Today, there are, there are, there are warheads, there are ways of attacking you that you, you can't even smell it coming. Like, like nitrogen bomb. You can't even smell it, you can't hear them until they make impact. So, if you're not projecting, if you're not thinking outside the box, amen, and you're, 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 you're evaluating your ability to invest based on your past, you have already failed. Hallelujah. So, let's go to my notes. I, I was reading some things. I, okay, we've, we've talked about this. I said, life generally is designed to function within amen, two frameworks. Amen. Of two seasons. Amen. The season of sowing. And of course the season of harvest. It's important that we, we, we understand that. Now let's look at also this word. I said biblical spirituality. Amen. Is the act of investing into the future. Biblical spirituality is the act of investing into. Amen. The future outcome we, 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 we desire to see manifest. In other words. It, listen. Spirituality is you investing, amen, into the future you desire to see. In fact, that's what we call prayer. We pray what we want, you know. We go to God and say, God, I need, I need, I need, I need. It means you don't have it. I need a car. I need a house. I need a wife. I need a husband. I need a change of job. I need this. And those, is, those are good, but they can be better if those needs that you're asking, amen, are tailored in the direction of God's mind, of God's will, of God's plan, of God's purpose for your life. So it's not you just telling God, like Sister Katie said, it's not you God, it's not you just going to God and telling God what you need because the Bible says we don't even know how to pray. Our, our understanding of our need is limited. Have you noticed that some things that you think you need today in the next three, four years, you don't pray those things again because you realize that you don't need them. <laughs> you realize that you don't need them. You outgrow. You, many of us have outgrown some of our needs. Some things you are crying for. Amen. Five years ago, God, if you don't give me this, I'm going to kill myself. God, you know. <laughs> if you look back to those prayers you were praying, you will hide your head in shame and say, 
did actually pray that way. Dear God, <laughs> you will laugh at yourself. Why? Because we grow. As we grow, our needs also grows. We grow out, we grow out of needs. We grow our life out of our needs, yes. And that's why we need to pray in line with amen, the need of God for our life. When we pray in alignment to the need of God, we will not be praying prayers that in the next five years they become obsolete. No, they will not become obsolete. They will become amen, a stepping, a stepping ground, amen, a building ground amen, for the next level. Hallelujah. Yes. You can't look back and say, oh, did I tell you ask for that? Some of us today, the things that we pray for that we have, amen, are our greatest, our greatest nightmare. You prayed for it. You asked for it. Now they, they become your problem. Oh God, if I knew. Yes, because you pray out of, out, out of anxiety. You pray out of, out of pressure. You pray because you looked at, you looked at all your friends. They are married and you're, 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 you're still single and therefore you pray and suddenly, you know, the man showed up and you think, wow, this is the man. Alas, he was not the man. All right. Or some of us pray for certain jobs and God, well, God provided you got the job only to realize that that's not what God wants for your life. There's something bigger, greater. All right. So don't, don't allow your external pressure, amen, to define your prayer to the point that when those prayers seem as if they were, as if they have been met, you, you say, oh God really met my need. Don't you know that the devil answers some prayer? Uh oh. The devil capitalizes, amen, on our ignorance. It capitalizes on our immaturity. It capitalizes, amen, on the pressure, on the anxiety, on the need around us, amen. I prayed God gave it to me. No, God did not give you that need because you didn't wait long enough to see. You didn't develop the, the, the spiritual litmus test, amen, to test if indeed those things, amen, are from God. Well, I prayed, you know, you, you know the devil is very good in that thing. You're praying for something. Could be anything. And the next day, it's like an answer shows up. And of course you jump on it. Well, God answered my prayer. No. You first, you first of all need to look for the fruit of the spirit. You need to test that thing. Is this actually from God? Or is the devil trying to play? Amen. A fast one on me. Because the devil also had you pray. And he knows that you're not mature. He knows that you're still very weak. He knows, in fact, that you prayed out of fear. You prayed out of worry. You prayed out of anxiety. You prayed out of, you know, God knows what. So he said, let me be God in this situation. Let me answer this, 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 this prayer. And now you're jumping up. And the host of heaven are saying, no, no, don't do it. Don't take it. That's not from God. <laughs> but, but you've jumped at the thing. Only for you, to, for you to find yourself in the situation. You can't, you, can't, you can't get out of the problem. You can't get out of the relationship again. You can't get out of that whatever it, whatever it is. You can't get out. You ask for it. So it becomes a devil you're managing all your life. No. Are you getting the point that I'm making, friends? We have to be wise in the nature of the days that we live in. We have to be wise as serpents. Yes, yet harmless as a dove. We cannot allow the enemy to trick us. If the Lord provides something for you, there are fruits you should be, you should be looking for in that thing. There are fruits you should be searching for because we are so quick to embrace things. Now, did I finish this point? Yes, I said, a spiritual, uh, 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 biblical spirituality is the act of investing. Remember what we defined. Of course, we all know the word investing. You must give in something. 
Amen. It's the act of investing into the future outcome we desire to mani- we desire to see manifest. Amen. If you can develop, amen, the discipline of investing, amen, you are guaranteed a future of prosperity. Of course. Now, here's the word. I said, as I examine the spiritual structure of most people, of course, that I know, particularly when we, when, we, when, when we consider the prophetic nature and timeline of the days we live in. Alright? And one thing I've noticed that many do not understand, amen, the nature of what God will have them do. Amen? I, I mean, as, as I continue to look around and examine, the, you know, where we are today, what God is doing across the nation. Alright? It seems a lot of people do not understand the nature of the days we've been brought into. And therefore, it becomes difficult, amen, to, to, to invest in the right thing. A lot of people, amen, have been brought into this new day. Their prayer life has been disrupted. They don't know how to pray again. They don't know what, what to do about, you know, their spirituality. Many are just, you know, going, going through the motion of, you know, a, a spirituality, Christianity. Just, okay, you just continue to do the same routine. It's like they don't know how to handle the nature of the day. They don't know how to interact with the day. Why? Because they have not been taught. And many that are being taught, you know, they have not come to accept it. And in most cases, it always takes a while for people to finally come to accept what God, oh, this is what God is doing. By the time they accept what God is doing, we're already exiting that same season again. <laughs> you see the dilemma? It's a big dilemma in the church because people are not quick, amen, to respond to the things of God. I, I, like I said, you know, five years ago, a lot of people were fighting this thing. People are doing online, you know, they're fighting it, you're fighting, you know, everybody coming. No, no, don't fight it. We need to know how to hear God. God, is this you? We've not been through this part before. And there will be many seasons that we'll, we'll be entering, amen, that we will not have, you know, a, a kind of a signpost. But we need, amen, to know how to hear the voice of the Spirit so we can do what? We can follow quick and fast. You can't be waiting for signposts. No. What is God leading me? These are days where God is calling for, amen, you know, blind followers. You've, you're blind, but you can hear. Follow me. Now, Jesus said, follow me. And as long as you can hear his, his voice as a shepherd, amen, you will not be led astray. Follow me and I will make you. He's the one, amen, that is going to make you, but you need to know how to follow, amen. You may, not be, you may be blind to many things, but guess what? When you're following Jesus, you will see his will, you will see his direction, and you will see his leading. God said to Abraham, follow me, amen, yes, and be mature. Only when we follow him do we find our ability, amen, to mature in the things of the spirit. Now, I went further, of course. Uh, let me just take your mind back to this. I said investing, in, investment is economic terminology, of course. Investing, amen, of course, is not limited, like we have said earlier on. It's not limited to financial stock and security. No, it's not. Our life, our entire life is investment. When a child is born, the mother, the parents start investing into that child so that that child can grow in the right way, in the right manner. All right. 
And when something goes wrong in our investment, we have people to look into that thing. We have doctors, we have all kinds of people to look into the life of the child and say, okay, these are the things you need to do. All right, these are the things you need to do. Don't do this. Do all right. So that what you are investing is secure. Our life is designed, amen, in, in the concept of investment. There are things that were invested into my life, amen, you know, some years ago that today are becoming, amen, yes, a, a manifestation of, you know, of, of pleasure unto God. And there are things, amen, that were invested in my life, amen, years ago that were not okay. And I'm fighting them and saying, no, no, you are not going to stay. <laughs> no, I'm not going to allow you. You know what I'm talking about, that there are things, amen, that were invested in your life. The Bible said when men were sleeping, when men were ignorant, when our parents were ignorant, amen, when they had no knowledge, amen, of the things of God, of the ways of God, the enemy sneaking, amen, and sow the wrong seed, he invested. The devil is very good. He understands the principle of investment. He sowed the wrong seed among the good ones. The Bible says, and they broke, they, they, they both grew together. <laughs> when the vine owner woke up, he said, what? the servant said, hey, Something has happened here. An enemy has come in, in here. Has sown the wrong seed. Can we go and start, you know, dismantling and pulling this thing? They say, no, no, no. If you do that, you're going to destroy, amen. Both the good one and the bad one. Leave it for a season of harvest. When God's angels will be sent. And that word, amen, angel, is not just limited to angels alone. It's talking about, amen, competent, amen, well-mature servants of God, amen, sent and jealous messengers of God who will be doing the work of divine separation. Yes, that's what the power of the word does. When you know how to handle the word of God, amen, it helps us to know how to divide, amen, that which is soulish from that which is spiritual. As Hebrew 4 uh, you know, uh, uh, six says the word of God is quick and powerful, sharper than any two-edged sword. It's not enough to know that the word of God is quick and powerful and sharp. Amen. Those who handle the word of God, amen, is <laughs> it matters in this matter, in this situation. It's not enough to know the the word of God is very quick and powerful. The word of God is deadly. But guess what? <laughs> How we handle the word of God, amen, is 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 an issue that we have to look into, and that is a problem. People don't know how to handle the word of God. Therefore, amen, we see the enemy. I mean, you want to go fight the devil. Amen. You've got the sword. You've got the weapon. But you have not been trained to use it. So rather than, amen, you know, destroying, causing harm in the camp of the enemy, you're actually bringing, amen, yes, casualty to the camp because you don't know how to use the word. You have not been trained. You have not been taught. In the day where any Tom, Jake, and Harry can wake up to and say, well, I've also been called into a ministry. I also have an anointing. I don't know. It's not enough to just have an anointing. You have to be trained. You have to be trained. You have to be taught. You have to be led. Hallelujah. In how to handle the word of God. So you can, amen, delve, damage the camp of the enemy. You have to invest in the training, in the usage of the word of God. Many people don't know how to pray. They say, teach us how to pray. Come on. I'm talking about understanding the nature of the season so we know how to invest. We want to understand the economy of the kingdom. Amen. And we want to invest in that kingdom. We want to know how to sow in the thing, into the things of God. We want to know into, how to sow into righteousness so we can reap the harvest of peace. Hallelujah. Look at the word. 
Hosea 30, verse 12. It says, Sow in righteousness for yourself. Invest in righteousness. Never you think that the act of righteousness, the, the good things you do, amen, are just wasted. Nobody sees it. Nobody knows it. But there's one who sees it. There's one who knows it. He said, through the prophet, God was speaking to the nation of Israel. He said, sow in righteousness for yourselves. When we, when we are persuaded that righteousness exalts a nation, not corruption, not perversion, not destruction, when you and I are persuaded, you see, the difference between the early church and this present church is the fact that the early church were persuaded. Amen. They know that what they are doing, amen, will yield, will bring forth fruits. They, they were persuaded. They were persuaded. Men of God and great women of God who have moved their generation, who shook their generation, were persuaded. When you hear of men that will wake up early in the morning and be praying. I once, I, I, I once read about a man can't remember his name now who 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 broke through india through the power of prayer he made a vow that the sun amen will not rise upon him without him being on his knees praying for the nation of india i get him the point don't look at how dark don't look at how secure the situation is from the powers of darkness there is a realm that you can engage natural things from that can topple things that can shift things it's not about the number it's about your persuasion amen it's about you knowing that amen yes one can put to flight ten thousand a threefold cord is not easily broken when you are persuaded hallelujah that what you're doing you see that's why i said investment is about persuasion you have to be persuaded imagine if i was not persuaded god said leave your country and come to south africa and i'm and i was not persuaded no matter the angel that speaks to me if i'm not persuaded i'm not going to come oh and god knows how to make you persuaded he knows how to persuade you and he did persuaded me <laughs> or else there were enough challenges for me to have gone back to, to you know to, to, to nigeria for me to have left there were so i mean you, you look at all the xenophobia situation that we have gone through there were so many things that said to me as are you sure don't you want to leave today <laughs> it's like jesus said to them after jesus preached that powerful message and 70 of them left and he turned to the 12 he said are you also guys leaving and Peter, who had the biggest mouth, <laughs> not necessarily the biggest brain, but the biggest mouth. Peter is always very forward. Even though I mean, he was sincere. He said, no, who are we going to? Who are we going to? You are the word of eternal life. We're going nowhere. We are persuaded. You see, if you're not persuaded about the things of God, there will always be a point where you will go back. There will always be a point, amen, where you'll be searching for the alternative. When you are not persuaded, amen, about the principles and the values of God, there will always be a point and a place of compromise for you. The devil will, will prepare it. Listen, I always say the devil is never in a hurry to strike you. He knows, amen, he knows your weakness and he knows where, amen, he can bring you to that point called the breaking. He will break you. 
strength is not def defined by physique. Strength is designed and is defined amen, by the state of the heart. When somebody is persuaded, no matter the number of times you beat them, they don't give up. They get up again. They get up again. And that's me. No matter the number of times you beat me down, amen, I'll get up again. I'll get up again. Why? Because I'm persuaded. And God will be putting us in a situation in this season, amen, to test if indeed we are persuaded. Until you are persuaded, you are not going to invest. Until you are persuaded, hallelujah, you are... You, <laughs> I've tried several times. I've tried several times. I've tried several times. This is not working. They say now, you go launch to the other side. Cast your net on the other side. <laughs> Didn't they bring Peter to the breaking point? We, we all thought Peter was persuaded. He said, I'll go. <laughs> when Jesus died, he said, I'll go fishing. Suddenly you remember, hey, wait a minute, even if I can't do the work of God again, I can fall back to my career. <laughs> I go fishing. And you see, Peter was a leader. He was an influential person. The rice said, we go with you. Why they were told to wait? Why they were taught earlier? They were told where to wait. That this, this, this is what is going to happen. After the third day, he will rise again. Peter said, I go fishing. I'm tired of waiting. I'm hungry. Uh, nobody's fasting again. Uh, let, let's let's turn it down. Turn the message down. Turn it down so we can survive. So people can bless us with our food. Turn it down. Isaiah, turn the message down. Ah, the more you want me to turn it down, the more I increase the fire. Seven times they increase the fire. Let's see if Daniel will bow. Let's see if they will compromise. The increase of the fire is to test if indeed you're persuaded. Are you persuaded? Or are you just there, amen, for a stroll? Some people are following Christ. You know, as, as if they're going on a stroll. <laughs> people have all kinds of, you know, philosophy of why they're following the Lord. Some are just following him for bread. Some are following him just to survive, just to get something. Oh, I, 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 also, I, I also have my own. I got my own. You got your <laughs> Hallelujah. Praise God. Tomorrow you don't see them again. They're gone. Because they finally got what they, he said. Jesus said, you have received your reward. There are some of us are following him for a long walk. We're not in, hallelujah, for just to get something. We're not in for the gig. We're not in just, oh, well, I finally got my own. There's nothing else you can give to me that can be bigger, amen, than his presence. And his presence is something that I daily want. <laughs> Peter said, I go fishing. I go fishing. We're talking about investment. I go fishing. <laughs> three years. You mean three years? This is all you've learned. They called you out of the fishing to become fishers of men. Just because, amen, yes, he was killed and he told you they will kill me. But on the third day, I will rise again. He forgot the moment, hallelujah, brought him to the point of amnesia. He forgot. I go fishing. I'm talking about spiritual investment. How persuaded are you about the things God has called you to do and the things he's calling us to do in this season? Some people... I've preached season, but they don't understand the moment. Oh! 
switch seasons. Timing and season. But we don't understand the moment. Martha understood time and season. But she did not get the moment. There are moments that God comes. He walks into our space. Every other thing must cease. Every other thing must stop. You focus. This is what we've been doing for the past few, you know, few weeks now. I've been teaching on the concept of apostolic you know, ministry. And suddenly the Lord came. He said, stop. He didn't say stop the message. Don't pray. He said, but I'm emphasizing something now. For where you're going, I need you to begin to teach people. Alright? Yes. How their spirit can build up, can be empowered. I need you, amen, to help people build their spirit, man. So stop praying. You see, we're not... When last did you hear us pray? God bless us money. God, no, no, no. We pray. As we pray, the spirit is directing us. We're building capacity. We're building tenacity. We are praying to get our spirit aligned, amen, and adjust to the architectural demand of God for this present house. It's still part of the concept, amen, of, you know, the concept of apostolic architecture. The building our spirit, man, is like what you have been talking about. I want you to practice it. So you shift your focus to what God is saying. And when he's done with that, which I'm hoping that very soon he'll be done with that. And then we'll go back to the thing we're talking about. You see, I've been trained to know how to manage, hallelujah, the comings of God, the things of God, amen, into his house. When Jesus comes into the church, into your house, you better know how to understand that moment. Because you can be doing the things of God and still miss God. When the moment of God comes, most time it doesn't come because amen, we are we are available because amen, everything is okay. God God comes and I mean the Bible says they were in the upper room. He didn't tell them when it was going to come, but he told them you wait in the upper room. And the Bible says suddenly, suddenly, a wind from heaven. A fire from heaven fell suddenly. But you see, the sudden moment did not shift, did not change the people. In fact, it enhances them. Why? Because they have been, they have been waiting for that sudden moment. They've been preparing themselves. Some of us, when sudden moment comes, oh, we're swept off the ground. We can't stand again. We're nowhere to be found. I told us, it was a few days ago, about Nathaniel. Nathaniel was there. In the very beginning of the ministry of Jesus Christ. It was the one of the very first people that Jesus saw. That Jesus called. That Jesus interacted with. But you don't hear of Nathaniel again. Through the scripture. Where was he? He fizzled into the thin air. Because you have a revelation today. Does not mean that tomorrow. You will have another revelation. If you are not following him. You see our revelation. Amen, is caught in following him. These are, these are they who follow the Lamb wheresoever it goeth, for their garments are not stained. Follow me and I will make you. Walk before me, Abraham, and be perfect and be mature. We have to understand the moments of God. Why? Because we've been investing, we've been investing, we've been investing, we're investing. Some of you are tired of investing. I've been sowing, I've been sowing, I've been sowing. <laughs> I've not received anything. I, the Bible says, no one who sows 
to the things of God that will not get a reward back. Amen. In this season, in this age, and in the age to come. So you can sow into an age that is coming. Friends, there is an age that is coming. Remember, two years ago, or last year, amen, early, no, two, two years ago, we did, we did a series of teaching, amen, principle of the age to come. You see, as the Lord comes, we, we release his heart, we release his mind, we speak his intention. As the Lord comes to us, we speak his heart, we speak his intention. All that is to build cap capacity. That's why I don't hear the message that I'm preaching once and forget it and be looking for something new. Go back to those messages. That's why I pre appreciate some of, our, some of our followers. Amen. They go back to the things we have talked about. They look at them because even me, I go back to them. Sometimes when I'm not broadcasting, I'm listening to some of our past messages because those messages are not past. Amen. They are seasonal messages. They're doing something within our spiritual structure. Um, sometimes when I hear, I'm like, oh, Lord Jesus. In fact, this message that I'm preaching was steered by one of the messages we've preached in the past. So, righteousness for yourself. Reap the fruits of unfailing love. Look at that. So righteousness. What is righteousness? Having a standing with God. Having a proximity with God. Living a life, amen, that, that reflects the standards of God within a crooked and a perverse generation. They say when you sow into that righteousness, you will reap. Can you see that? Investing. When you sow, you will reap, amen, the unfailing love of God. Break your fallow ground. Break your unplowed ground. Amen. Amen. Are you getting it now? Is it more, is, is this, as this scripture make it more clear to you? Break the fallow ground. Amen. Yes. Why is the ground fallow? Because the things of yesterday has gone. When the seed of yesterday, you know, you know the principle in farming. You know the principle in farming. If you're a farmer, or if you understand a bit of farming, you understand. I'm not a farmer, but I, I understand a little bit about farming because my job, amen, has to do with seeding. Has to do with, amen, seeding and harvesting. That's my job, all right? So I have to learn, amen, about natural farming. I have to read. I have to study, amen, about the principle of farming, all right? Yes, that the, when, when harvest come, amen, you prepare the ground, for the next season, amen. For the for what is coming. But in that season, sometimes you have to leave the ground, amen, to recuperate. Amen. You have to you know you know do what you need to do with the ground, amen, and leave it for a while so that the nutrient that the ground needs for the coming season, the coming seed, earlier will be prepared, prep, you know, will be received, amen. I'll be, you know, properly received, amen. So it's important we understand that well, you don't just take and then so no, no, no. The ground also needs to go through the process, amen, of of readiness of prepare preparation. Now that ground, amen. They say break it up, follow ground. It's not just talking about hard ground. It's also talking about a ground that had been used, amen, but it's not being prepared for the next ground, for the next seed that is coming. The same ground, amen. Yes, you can plant two things on the same ground, but the process, amen, is what you must understand. You have to let the ground go through a changing period. Then you can plant a different kind of seed. Yes. If you plant maize, amen, this season... And the next season you want to plant with, you have to 
allow the ground amen to rest and go through you know a process of change so that the ground can then receive the seed amen of wheat rather than maize if you say, oh, well, I'm going to plant a maize and then I plant. No, no. You're not going to get the right harvest. So you've got to know the process. And so sometimes, amen, the Lord takes us through certain things. He emphasizes certain things in our life. He's emphasizing maybe righteousness. Or he's emphasizing justice. He's emphasizing whatever it is that he's emphasizing. Amen. And that period, maybe he does that for the next six months or three months of your life. Depending, I don't know what he wants to emphasize. And after that, then the season changes. Now the Lord wants to start emphasizing something else. You have to go through a period of transition. You have to go through a period of, amen, yes, transformation in order for your ground, amen, to receive the next word, the next season coming. Many of us don't go through that. That's why when, amen, uh, we receive the word of God now and a, change, a changing season comes, we grab the seed again. We, we want to plant it. It doesn't work. It doesn't produce the harvest that way. And we're wondering, why is this thing not working? Because you're not following the process. You're not following the due process. Everything in life pertaining to harvest has, amen, a due process. Excuse me, pertaining to investment has a due process. How you invest, amen, in property is different from how you invest, amen, yes, in, in other areas of industry. You've got to know the field. You have to know how it's been done so that when you invest, you're investing, amen, as one that is well informed. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. What a word. What a word. I think I should start rounding up here. And maybe we can have another part two. And then, because I think this is a very timely word. And I don't want you to be tired of hearing the same thing. But I, I just want you to n n note that God is speaking to us in such a profound way. In such a profound way. And we need to truly understand the context of the season that we've been brought into. So we, we understand the nature of how we should invest and what we should be investing into. The Lord loves a cheerful giver. Embracing the nature of the new season with a sense of joy and excitement. Amen. It's a powerful thing. We need to understand. Yes. We need to understand the nature of the season we've been brought into. Your season may be different from my season. Our season may be different from your season. But there is a general season the body of Christ has been brought into, the saints have been brought into. Within that season, there will be amen, unique things that the Lord will be emphasizing to each of us. All of that is to help us to be able to function together. Amen. In the place where we are called to confluence. It's a beautiful place to be. So I want to encourage you. Let's hear God's voice. Let's hear the heart of God. Let's hear the mind of God. Let's understand the present demand of the Lord for our life. One thing we have been doing here is. We know God is saying pray. Pray to build your spirit. I read the scripture uh, uh, um, yesterday night. Jude one twenty. Building up yourself on your most holy faith. Praying in the Holy Spirit. And we took time to pray in the Spirit. Why? Because we want 
that scripture to become a part and parcel of our life. We want to build up. Praying in the Holy Spirit can build your spiritual capacity and competence. They are two different things. But we want the two. We want capacity and we also want competence. We want skill. We want to know the ways of the Spirit. And we want to know how to operate, amen, in that way. We want to know how to live life, amen, in the things of God. Alright? So that when we look at things in the natural, we understand their true nature. We're not confused, amen. We're not led astray. We're not manipulated. We're not deceived, amen. We're not lied to. Remember, the nature of the devil is that he's come to steal, to kill, and to destroy. Why is he stealing? What is he trying to kill? What is he destroying? Amen. Let's rise up. Let's take our place. Let's express authority. Amen. Because the light of God has come. Darkness was upon the face of the deep. And God said, let there be light. What is God saying to you? What is God saying to me? What is God, what is God proclaiming upon your life, upon your space? What is the Spirit of God emphasizing to you? What is God, amen, proclaiming upon you within that dark situation? What is the demand of God? What structure, amen, is God asking you to build? We're building for the future. We must build what, amen, will keep our home, family, secure in days to come. That is Noah for us. We are supposed to be Noah, amen, to our generation. Let's hear the voice of God. Let's hear the mind of God. And build the right spiritual, amen, structure. Jesus is building his church. And the gates of hell will not prevail. Father, we thank you for your word, your voice, your mind, your desire. Thank you for the way you've spoken to us again. We appreciate this word. This word is filled with faith, with hope. Thank you for the grace, the availability of your resource, wisdom is building, yes, us in this season in time. Thank you, Father, for the declaration, the tenacity, yes, of the nature of this new day that we have entered. We will not give up. Thank you for the faith that is leading us to the place of divine fulfillment. Thank you, Lord. Oh, we bless your name. We honor you. We give you glory that this house is built upon the rock. We are investing our time, our life, our resource into what will secure us and our children, oh God, in the nearest future. Lord, we thank you. We praise your name this morning. Thank you, Lord, for everyone that will be hearing this word. May it be a now word to them. May it be a world that will change, encourage them, galvanize them, empower them, endow them, oh God, to rise up, to go forth, oh God, and proclaim, yes, your glory and your intention. We thank you, Father. We bless you. We pray for all our friends and loved ones, our family, everyone. Thank you, Father, for their lives. Thank you, for Father, for everyone that have joined us this morning. Thank you for the life of my dear sister, Sister Katie. Thank you for Brother Mervyn, Sister Priscilla, Sister Tina. We thank you, Father, for my dear brother, Browing, that joined us this morning. We bless you, Lord, for his life. Thank you, Lord, for Sister Joyce's life. Everyone who have watched, who are watching, and those that will be communicating, connecting to this truth, oh God, we lift them up. We proclaim, Lord, that they will rise up. They will fulfill your prophetic mandate for their life. Thank you, Spirit of God, that they will understand the context of this new day for them. And they will continue to rise and shine forth because your light has come upon them. And when your light comes, we change. Thank you, Lord, that they are persuaded. No power, no works of the enemy will lead them back to the past. 
they will continue to break forth into the future. Their life will continue to advance to the place of your good desire for them, for their home, for their family, for their ministry, for their work, for their business. I proclaim in the name of Jesus, breakthrough, breakthrough in Jesus' name. Father, we thank you. Thank you, Father, for healing. Thank you, Lord, for restoration. Thank you, Lord, for deliverance. Thank you, Lord, that we are aware, alive, awakened, oh God, into, yes, this glorious day. We, we praise your name. Oh, hallelujah. Glory to you, Father. In Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Once again, I want to express appreciation to everyone that has joined us this morning. I really want to thank you. Thank you so much, Brother uh, Melvin. Thank you, uh, Sister Katie. Thank you, uh, uh, Sister Tina, Sister Joy. All right. We bless God for everyone's life this morning. May God continue to lift you up. Thank you so very much. May this day bring more clearer insight and direction across your way as you continue to live a life. Please. Uh, share this uh, message with somebody if you know somebody needs to hear this message why don't you share it with somebody Amen. Uh, uh, share the link and if the message has touched you in one way or the other and you want to share with me please feel free to do that you can connect with us all right, on either through my messenger Facebook or through WhatsApp all right? uh, one of these days maybe I'll be sharing my uh, details on, you know, on screen so you can see them and if you really want to be a blessing to us you want to sow a seed to what we're doing please feel free to do that if you can if you if you don't know the means you can let me know i'll share with you thank you so very much enjoy this wonderful day we'll see you again hopefully tomorrow or tomorrow or or later today all right god bless you i appreciate you all god bless you bye-bye thank you for all your comments i appreciate those comments amen powerful comments really appreciate it god bless you all bye-bye enjoy the sunday <laughs>